We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I was just practicing up. You yeah. know, it's been a while since I'd been there. I just wanted to make sure I still had it. <laughs> just oozing yeah. out of you. Yeah. You know, if I enter in that, into that environment, I got to make sure I can, I can <laughs> uh, hang, you know. Right. <laughs> So, for some reason, all four commissioners got together to discuss the business of sports. Four commissioners in the four major sports that team sports that we talk about in the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NHL, and the NBA. So, they're in this discussion. They're talking about everything. They're touching all sorts of topics. Roger Goodell is a willing and insightful participant, mm-hmm. as was described by... Someone in this article I'm reading, Jasmine Solana, who happened to be there. Rogers, he's shucking and jiving. He's saying everything. Move, boom, here. I got an opinion on this. I'm Roger Goodell. I'm the man. And then mm. sports gambling comes up. Mm-mm. What happened to the man? <laughs> he went quiet. Mm-hmm. Legal sports betting comes up. He goes quiet. Thank you. This is where Adam Silver steps up and has an insightful Opinion, he says, my sense is the law will change in the next few years in the United States. And I think it's not as much at the end of the day, leagues are being against sports betting. It's more of a function of being realist. It's a multi-hundred billion dollar illegal industry in the United States. And I think ultimately, as the owners of the intellectual property, we're going to embrace it and also make sure our integrity is protected at the same time. And quote, thank you, Adam Silver. Thank you. And he's been saying this for a while since he became commissioner that, hey, this this train has left the depot. It's going to happen, and it can't happen soon enough. And this is another one of those issues where you have to insert religion because people use that as a reason for denying or, or, or lambasting gambling. And I understand that there are people who get addicted to gambling, get addicted to a multitude of things, but that's on them. If you choose to give up all your money in Vegas or Atlantic City or plan a lot or whatever, that's on you. As long as we, the taxpayers, don't have to put the bill for your um, uh, uh, failings. I, I'm fine with what you you doing that. That's Why are we trying to save people from gambling if they want to gamble? Let well, them gamble. And as far as the leagues are concerned... It goes on anyway. We just had Bobby Valentine in here with this uh, prediction game where you can play along with the, the, the baseball game, the batter. Is he going to swing and miss? Is he going to is he gonna hit a, get a single or home run or whatever? A long, long time ago, I, I had partnered up with Kenyon Rashid, former Oklahoma student, played up here for the Jets and the Giants, and he was involved in a company called ISWI, uh, International Sports Wagering, Inc., and they had a sports action uh, application that they had implemented over in Europe, and they were trying to bring it to the states. And he and I were current home in the country, talking to different entities about that sports books in Vegas, uh, casinos out here in the New York area or Jersey area, and, and and you know it was just a prediction game where you could sit there and play along. It's similar to what you're doing with fantasy football now. And once the NFL and and, and before them, other leagues figured out that we could make some money off of this. They were all in. 
And I think they're going to be all in as soon as they get wrap their arms around this whole gambling deal because people are doing it anyway. Win view games to give right. Bobby Valentine yes. a, a pop with that one. I don't understand what the NFL and Roger Goodell are afraid of to this point because if they think that legalized sports gambling puts their league in some sort of jeopardy that it's not in already, that is an insane statement. Yes. As Adam Silver said, it's a multi-hundred billion dollar illegal industry. If you end up making it legal in more places, there's a better chance that things get cleaned up and there would be less nefarious behavior. We can bring in the whole legalization of marijuana discussion yes. into that as well. Yes. What are you afraid of? Do you really believe that making sports gambling legal in certain states or in every state is going to all of a sudden increase the chance of games being fixed in your league? You're still in control of that, right. by the way. Yes. You're still in, and it could still happen at any point. I mean, right now, there could be any sort of skivat, bookie, mobster, <laughs> criminal who can get to somebody. Right now, it could happen. And, and now you have a team that's going to be based. In the future, in the next couple of years, in Las Vegas, the NBA's been holding its summer leagues in Vegas forever. Has anyone been compromised? No. I, I can't think of anyone that's been compromised other than a referee or two. Well, that, yeah. was, that was totally different. Right. I mean, so what are you afraid of? That's, yeah. there's, that's money on the table for you, man. Well, that, and that's the thing. I think that maybe they haven't figured out a way to monetize yep. it to their liking. That's usually the problem. Just like when we talked about the... Um, what was his name? Eric Schneiderman. Here. Yes. Was it the DA or was he the right. attorney general? Attorney it, general, New York. A, yeah, a New York's attorney general, Eric Schneiderman, was coming down. Schneiderman. Yeah, him, Schneiderman. <laughs> he was coming down on FanDuel and DraftKings uh, because they weren't getting a cut and they wanted to make it regulated, and the two companies took major losses because they had to end up paying millions and millions of dollars because of the change in the law, and then they tried to merge, and it didn't happen, so both these companies now are still going to to struggle, uh, but that's what it was about. It, it wasn't about, I mean, Eric Schneiderman would sit around and talk about, oh, he's taking advantage of young, naive people yeah. who don't know what they're doing and they're gambling and they don't know they're gambling and we have to protect them. Bull crap. Yeah. You just hated there was a couple of companies or one company in FanDuel that was based in New York that was making millions upon millions of dollars, and you weren't seeing any of it. That's it. And it's the same thing here. And that's why Adam Silver is trying to be on the forefront of this to make sure that he can tap into some of that. Right. It's going to happen. And, and by the way, when you sell alcohol at, at sporting events in the way that you do, and then you claim to be afraid of gambling and you want to protect people. You know how many people leave NFL stadiums hammered yes. driving cars? Yes. Nobody talks about that, but we got a gambling. It's the worst thing in the world. Right. Can't do that. Yeah. No, but you got Budweiser and Miller and whoever the hell else as big sponsors. You sell beers for $15 a pop in these, in these stadiums. People are hammered going in after tailgating all day. Oh, that's fine. And aren't there signs? Aren't there, isn't there advertisement fine. in these stadiums uh, about casinos, whether you're you're in uh, you know, New Jersey here at the Meadowlands? They, they have signs uh, talking about uh, our, our promoting gambling or the casinos. You have it in Major League Baseball. You go to the Marlins, Mikasuki or whatever the tribe <laughs> is. They, yeah, they promote yes. their 
uh, their casinos. So you see it around these different sports teams and leagues already. It's one of the dumbest things that goes on. I was waste really, of time. I was really happy to hear the other commissioners getting on board. Uh, even Gary Bettman. Um, well, actually, he he's, he did have a little bit of criticism as I'm reading this one quote. Um, he goes, well, first he goes, I don't worry about fixing games. I don't worry about anything uh, like that from our standpoint. What does it do the way young people consume sports? Do they look at it as a vehicle for healthy competition with role models, or do they look at it as a device to make or lose money on a bet? Healthy competition for role models? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> the hell does that have to do with anything? He went on to say, what would we'll do in the environment in the stadium or in the arena if everybody's sitting there just worrying about their bets? They're already doing that! Thank you! Just because you made it illegal doesn't make more right. people involved. And I'm telling you, there's not... Anybody, betting happens everywhere. There's not ever been a person that I've come across who's wanted to make a bet and didn't because it was illegal. Find me that person. Yeah. Man, I'd love to make this bet, but I'm afraid I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> and oh, by the way, no one's betting on hockey anyway, Gary. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I mean, no one's like, yeah, I got the Dallas Stars minus a goal and a half tonight. And if you are, that's the person you got to worry about. Yeah. And no one's sitting there and saying, hmm, who could be my competitive role model tonight? <laughs> it's going to be number 99 and number three. And and what do you give a crap for anyway? <laughs> Why someone is watching the game? Does it He's matter? to watch. Right. Who cares? Are they watching? I don't care why they're watching. I just want to make sure they're tuning in. Do you think that the people who bought tickets to the movie Baywatch, do you think that the producers and the directors and the actors cared if someone said, I want to go watch this movie for some great cinematic pleasure. The great storyline, the yes. plot. Or do you think that a lot of people great said... delivery of lines. Yeah, right. All that. Lesbians. Or, or do you think they said, I really hope people are saying that as opposed to, man, I just want to see some boobies on the beach. <laughs> Doesn't matter. As long as they show up there and they're watching, right? That's right. That's it. Show up and watch. I would be in a ladder category. I mean, for just... Querying each yeah, other. I actually yeah. saw that movie in the theater. Did you? I did. Is that the one where you had the episode in the bathroom? Um, I think it might have been, yeah. Mm. Was it? Yeah, I think it was that yeah. one. Ugh, that, that was, was a good story. Yeah. That was an off-the-air story, wasn't it? Yes, that was off-the-air. It was an off-the-air story. Yeah, can't share. Um, no. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> right. America. There was some Bugatti Casino language yeah, in that story. Yeah, um, <laughs> So. <laughs> you deserved it. But there was. <laughs> right. It is true. I did. Um, so. The uh, there was a guy in that theater, that old guy, old creepy guy, oh, by no. himself with sweats on. Yes, old gray sweats. Yes, how did you know? Did I tell you that already? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the common issue. That's what they wear. <laughs> and he he old went gray sweats. He, we had in junior high school, and he went to the last row of the theater. Oh no! Yeah, and I told I told my wife at the time like that guy is. Definitely gonna have some fun with himself in this theater. Just so you know, just so you know, like because I know, and I don't know if you think like a man. That guy back there, several rows behind us, will be engaging in that activity. Damn. Yeah. He had a plastic bag filled with stuff. No, he did. I don't know. He did. It was a plastic filled with. He was like whoa. And then he was like, he, the other thing I knew why he was full of it is because he knew that people were looking at him. So he would like engage in like conversations to try to act normal, you know? It's like, boy, I haven't been to the movies in a long time. They really. <laughs> been waiting on this Baywatch movie yeah. for a while. He's like, 
That's what he said. He goes, oh, they really changed this theater around. Oh, it's nice. I, I, I like it. Let me go to the last row and pull down my sweatpants. Oh, man. Yeah. That's Bad. gross. Bad. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so get over it, NFL. Yes, please. Come on. Right. What's wrong with you? You shouldn't care. Uh, watched real sports yesterday, and so did you. Yes. How about that? The, late, the real latest sports. real sports. Yeah. Um, on, show. on HBO. We, we always love watching it. And there were three very interesting stories on there. The death of the Great Barrier Reef, which is mm. just so depressing. Yeah. I, I didn't really, I mean, they do sports stories, but it's really more social issue stories that have a little bit to do with sports. Yeah. Uh, so that one was a little bit of a stretch, even though it was very interesting. But also so the snorkeling, scuba diving, I guess that's a, I guess, technically a sport. I don't know. I mean, it was, yeah. it's, an, it's an important story to tell, right. but I didn't think it had too much of a, a, a basis in sports. But it was still a very interesting and important story to tell. And then there was the MMA fighting out in Chechnya mm-hmm. and how the Chechen, Chechnin, or Chechnian, Chechnian, Chechnian. Chechnyan or Chechen? It'll be Chechnyan. I here. think it might be Chechen too. I've heard that as well. Chechen and Chechnyan. Um, either one. But the dictator also runs the MMA. He runs the big right. MMA thing. His father used to be anti-Russia, and he was the uh, the ruler of Chechnya. And then his father flipped. Yep. Went over to Putin's side. And they got a lot of money. Like like somebody I know. <laughs> and, and and then. You know, they stopped fighting against the Russians and got, got a, whole a ton bunch of, of money. money. Yep. And then the, the father was assassinated. Now the son has picked up the mantle and, and he is has a lot of money and rebuilt the, the, the Chechnyan capital and all that. I mean, you're talking about opulence. Whew. It is crazy. And you you just have to watch this. The reason I bring it up is it's just fascinating. And he's, he's creating fighters out of people who've yes. been fighting their entire right. lives real war right like real war so then getting in an octagon and fighting someone else without guns and it's regulated and there's a referee is like who cares <laughs> yeah. this is nothing to me right you know, at eight years old i had a machine gun in my hands yes so you know I, it's and he wants to challenge the mm uh ufc and, and mma fighting in the u.s and see who's got the best fighters and and it is just it's bizarre it is really really bizarre and scary. And the guy who did the story, I forget his name, but you know, he had to wait like three days. I think it was longer than that, wasn't it? I think he said about ten. Ten days? Yeah, I believe he said about ten days before oh, he wow. sat down with this guy. Ten he spent ten days in Chechnya waiting for the dictator to sit down for an interview and it happened at two AM local time. Right. Where he finally sat down with him. I mean, and this guy, he just he does not get challenged. And there was one journalist who was trying to expose him and then she, she was, was shot she was assassinated yeah. now you have another a journalist a colleague of the one journalist that was was assassinated that is has taken up uh this fight and now she's in hiding uh and, and the the dictator allegedly is uh eliminating uh the, the homosexual community from Chechnya, and and he was I asked about that, and of course you, as you might imagine, uh, the, the interview became a little bit more antagonistic yeah, right. <laughs> after that. And, oh, we don't have that problem here. No, you don't have a problem because you killed them or run them out of the country. Yeah, he was accused of rounding up gay Chechens and mm-hmm. and and torturing, torturing them. Right. And then when he was asked about it, he goes, no, I couldn't have done that because we don't have anybody that's gay here, was his answer. <laughs> right. And he goes, if we have any of them, you can send them to Canada, is what he said. Yeah, pretty so, much. I mean, it, the guy, it's whatever. If you're a MMA fan, though, to watch what they've 
built there yeah. and how they've built it. It's it's interesting. If you're just anybody, it's interesting. But uh, I recommend they watching. pride themselves, uh, you know, being these warriors because of the the fighting that has been ongoing there or that was ongoing there for so long. Uh, you know, you, you, the MMA that's nothing compared to what we've been dealing with for our entire lives. If you're a young person in that country, for the most part, uh, you're always embroiled in war, and even though they're uh, uh, inhabitants, uh, the same. So uh, they feel like that has been a catalyst for their success in the MMA world. Yeah, a couple other stories, too, including one involving Rod Carew and the great story behind his heart uh, yeah, transplant. Was outstanding. So go ahead and watch it. That was yes. a little promo for real sports, but go ahead and watch it. Uh, Michael in Abilene, Texas, joins us on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Michael. What's up? Joe and Jones. How we doing, fellas? Great, Good, man. man. What do you got for us? Well, I hate to interrupt the day of sports to talk about something not sports, but I heard your theater story, and I'd like to tell a much cleaner one. If okay, that's okay, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, everybody loves their grandma. Love mm-hmm. my grandma. She's the best. Uh, she's a hippie. She's sweet. She's loving. She's uh, got some poor eyesight, some other things, old age. So go to the theater, just me and my grandma having a great time. I go to get some uh, extra snacks, tell her, hey, go find us a seat. I come back. She literally is sprawled eagle on the floor with all of the snacks that she had and drinks all all over herself Uh, she walked into the theater and asked the gentleman if she could sit next to him and he looked at her uh with this crazy look on his face uh she's practically blind there was no chair there that's why he didn't he was confused by her question and she proceeded to uh sit down 100 miles an hour and toss all of her popcorn and Uh drink up in the air down onto her face and all over her clothes (laughs) and she was just sitting watching the previews uh ornately adorned with all of her snacks. It was one of the, <laughs> on the funniest floor. things I've ever seen in my life. She didn't complain. She didn't gripe. Wow. She was just like, well, Michael Tyler, I had a had a little bit of an accident. I said, I see that, Grandma. Um, would you like me to join you? And we got her cleaned up and finished the movie, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. Hippie Grandma. Thanks for sharing that story, Michael. Tell the old hippie grandma in the theater. I'm too cool to be embarrassed. Blind hippie grandmother in the movie theater. Yeah. You know, mm. you don't get that every day. But no. when you do, hilarity ensues. It's like saying I, I saw a blind person at one of the Wiggles. Yeah. Like, it kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, guess you still have your touch. I don't think people get those calls elsewhere. No, just it's like here. to share. <laughs> and that's a good thing, Michael. By the way, I think that is a, a great thing. Yeah, like to share my hippie grandmother <laughs> falling down in the movie theater with you guys because I know you'd like it. <laughs> Coming up next, an Andrew Bogish update, and we've got Anthony Adams, uh, Spice Adams, who had had a sort of nondescript NFL career, but has popped up in the media a couple times, and we could finally answer the question: Who is Spice Adams? <laughs> because no one seems to know. Our boss doesn't know. I didn't really know. Mikey B sort of knew, but I don't know if he really knew. Mikey B interview him. <laughs> Brian had no idea who he was. Did he play? When did he play? Who is he? How did he get the name Spice? What's he doing working here? We're going to find out all of that with former defensive tackle in the NFL. Who had more of a nondescript NFL career, Brian Jones or Spice Adams? This is Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Anthony Salt Adams. Spice. Oh, Spice Adams. Sugar. Is it sugar? Sugar Adams. We'll be joining us <laughs> coming up in a little bit. And he's got a packet with him here. Oh, yeah? So, What's the packet? What's he selling? Big you selling some salt? I mean, some spice? <laughs> Big t- Turmeric? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Paprika. This helped me with inflammation. <laughs> Cumin. Uh, Yo, so me. He's gonna he's gonna talk about the Big Ten K. <laughs> Big Ten Big Ten K. So presented by MB Financial. What's Bank. the Big Ten K? It's a race. <laughs> okay, where? You know. <laughs> where else would it be? Right. In Chicago? In yeah, Big yeah. Ten headquarters, yeah, Chicago. Chicago yeah. Oh, okay. Big along Michigan Avenue? Uh it will start and finish in Chicago's iconic Grant Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Sixty dollars for adults. Sixty dollars to run. Yep. Okay. Fifty to pay, walk. Pay to be out of fifty to walk. Are you a walker? What no, what if you pay fifty? What if to I walk? take walk breaks from my run? <laughs> yeah. Fifty-five. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Now is is spice running? It's a question for spice. Yeah, that's why that's, we have him on. Actually, big man. Yeah, we played D line. Yep. Is he gonna run the ten k? I walked it in. <laughs> it depends how much cash he's got left. He's been out of league for a few years. So, 60 or 50. Um, Brian's losing it. I mean, I and you got a whole it. other Friday show to go. Yeah, I know. Are you working tomorrow? I work every Friday, man. <laughs> okay, bogus. Every Friday this week. Well, you're not working tomorrow. I'm not working tomorrow. Ooh, we have I'm Brad taking, Heller? Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn. I got a question for Brad tomorrow. <laughs> I know what it is, too. <laughs> I don't think you should Brad, ask it. Is there someone hey, thanks, Brian. Back across the Atlantic we go. It is now the afternoon at Royal Birkdale, round one of the 146 British Open. Jordan Speed. Battling for the lead. He is four under through 14. Brooks Kepka. And whomever he's dating just joined him. If he's under <laughs> through 13 now. In the, club, switch, huh? in the clubhouse, Ian Poulter with a 3-under 67. Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy tee off together at 9.48 a.m. Eastern. And Phil Mickelson. At 10.10. Dallas police have been able to reach the man who was punched Sunday night at a nightclub. And no witnesses have come forward with additional information. So they have suspended their investigation of the incident which may have involved Ezekiel Elliott. Chargers rookie wideout Mike Williams may need season-ending back surgery. He recently received a second epidural for the issue that was diagnosed following the very first practice of rookie minicamp. Williams might have gotten hurt, though, before the Chargers used the seventh pick on him in April. The Milwaukee Brewers again giving up ground in the NL Central. Hughes delivers. Line drive towards shallow center field. Base hit. Get smart. Raise the Jolly Roger. The Buckos walk it off as Max Moroff delivers. A game-ending RBI single in the 10th. Greg Brown and friends had a call on Pirates Radio. Pittsburgh handing Milwaukee its fourth straight loss. 3-2. The Brewers are only a game and a half clear of the Cubs. Four of the Pirates and four and a half of the Cardinals, whom the Mets beat last night, 7-3. The Diamondbacks fell in 11 in Cincinnati, 4-3, and J.D. Martinez was hit by a pitch on his left hand in his Arizona debut. X-rays were negative, but Martinez is unlikely to play today's series finale. The Angels cooled off the Nats, 7-0, a two-run homer from Mike Trout. Washington had won six straight. The Dodger win streak continues. It's 11 games after handling the White Sox, 9-1, in a contest shortened to eight by rain. 
L.A. has now won 31 of 35. The Red Sox down the Jays 5-1. The Orioles beat up the Rangers 10-2. And the Royals snuck past the Tigers 4-3. U.S. men's soccer got by El Salvador in Philly 2-0 to reach the Gold Cup semifinals. The Americans will play Costa Rica Saturday in Dallas. Dikembe Mutombo says he is looking for investors to help him buy the Rockets. Leslie Alexander announced they were for sale on Monday. Forbes values the Rockets at $1.65 billion. And the NHL reportedly allow players with two-way contracts in the AHL, its top minor league affiliate, to play in the Olympics in February, but those players can only be released for the tournament in Pyeongchang, nothing before February 5th, which might keep their respective countries from using them. Greg? Interesting, Bogus. Thank you. Joining us right now, former NFL defensive tackle, former Penn State Nittany Lion. Anthony Spice Adams, who is joining us on behalf of the Big Ten Network's Big Ten K on July 23rd. Anthony, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Good morning. I'm all right. Thanks for having me, guys. Now, are you running in this 10K? Uh, my phone is breaking up. What you say? <laughs> are you walking in this 10K? Yeah, that's, that's more like it. I'll be walking. I did a 5K. And uh, that didn't turn out too well for me. You know, my shins was hurting, back, like every joint. So uh, I'll probably hold out on this. Now, are you still carrying the same weight you were carrying during your playing days? Three over three nah, bills. I'm heavy. I'm heavy. I'm not. I'm, I'm one of those guys. If, if I stop lifting and doing things, then I start. I, I balloon. <laughs> so like, what? I, you... I know some guys who don't have that problem where they just start shrinking, but I'm not one of those. Guys. What are you up to these days? Right now, I'm probably about three forty. Damn, Spice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How? What are you? You're only like six foot, though, right? I'm five eleven point eight. Official combine <laughs> statistics. Five eleven point eight and three forty. You want to know why you don't? Don't disrespect my point eight. <laughs> you want to know why your joints hurt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not running in the ten big ten. Yeah, guy. Uh, right now, right now, I do some boxing and stuff like that. That's really the only thing I like. I don't like. You know, lifting heavy anymore, and right? Doing a bunch of cardio or whatever. But are you eating correctly? Um, I'm trying. Oh, try, okay. Trying. But the, the holidays killed. <laughs> well, the holidays have been over eight months ago, You're man. Still, still eating Christmas cookies? <laughs> July? Not eight months ago. What? Fourth of July was not. Eight <laughs> oh come on! Oh yeah. I, I, I still got some ribs in the refrigerator. Well, that's protein, man. You can eat all the ribs. You want no carbs there. <laughs> He's celebrating I mean, all the holidays. That, that makes me feel better about myself. Right. Like, oh damn! It's it's Boxing Day. I gotta I gotta make sure. What with like, those ribs? Right. It's, 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 it's Ramadan again. Oh man, we're gonna have to go out and celebrate. Uh, you do receive a sausage and a beer if you finish this 10K. So oh, okay. There's a little incentive yeah. for you. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to do it then. <laughs> Gio and Jones with Anthony Spice Adams on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, in the bio they gave us for this interview, it says that you are a social media sensation. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. How did you get dubbed a social media sensation? Uh, I guess, you know, since I've been doing... My videos and everything, when I started on YouTube, uh, I started posting stuff on Instagram and then on Twitter and everything. So it, it started to blow up everywhere, man. So 
started creating all these little characters here and there or whatever. And they've been doing well, man. Everybody likes it. <laughs> and it got you a job, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, through the relationships that I've made throughout the NFL, uh, people started to take notice and see that I, I put up all these videos, I edit them, I do everything myself. So everybody's been approaching me about, you know, some different opportunities here and there, but um, the Bears had approached me about a, a show here that I do. So I took that and then the Big Ten Network. Um, we, we've been doing this show called the Big Ten Tailgate, and it's awesome, man. We go to different campuses throughout the Big Ten, and we talk about matchups. And you eat, hence the tailgate, exactly. right? I'm I'm never not eating now. Okay, uh, I understand that. Uh, I have that problem as well, but I'm not three forty. You get down to get down. Uh, oh yeah. Now, you are you going to be in an episode of Ballers? I did season two. Okay. I did uh, three episodes. Uh, I think it was the third one, the eighth, and the ninth. So. It was, that was that was fun, man. You know, working with The Rock and working with the uh, other actors and producers and directors. I liked it a lot. I had fun. If you could make a choice for your career the rest of the way, would it be being a color analyst for football games or being an actor on a show like Ballers? Why does it have to be either or? Why can't it be both? <laughs> well, because it's a more interesting question. Both is not a great answer. I'm making you Why pick Why can't one. he be greedy, G? Well, he can, but I'd rather know which one he's more interested in. <laughs> I, okay, put it to you like this. I want to be, I'm, I'm trying to be like Michael Strahan with a smaller gap. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that he, I mean, his, his career. way too large, The one I got right now is perfect. <laughs> Seriously, though, did you ever think, now you played the same time that Strahan was in the league. Did you ever think, out of all the people that you played with or against, that Michael Strahan would have this mainstream media career like he has? No. And I think if you ask him, he would probably say the same thing. Uh, but he's great, man. He's awesome. Um, I mean, even when you meet him outside of, you know, doing TV and movies and all of this stuff. Like, he's a great guy, man. He's real down-to-earth, real easy to talk to, not, you know, too high on himself, doesn't take himself too seriously. And uh, he's, he's an awesome guy. Anthony Spice Adams, former Chicago Bear, Penn State, Nittany Line. Joining us here on CBS Sports Radio, the Gio and Jones Show. Uh, Spice, yes, how sir. did you uh, get that nickname? Oh, man. I got it in high school. Uh, I, I'll give you guys a short version. I played on the offensive line, and uh, I had these braids in my hair that symbol um, this uh, this rapper out, in, uh, out in the, on, the, on the West Coast named Spice One. Mm-hmm. So every time I would get in my stance and I get ready to pull because I play offensive guard, I would pull and I would block an end or I would turn up and I would block a linebacker. And every time we run this particular play, we'd get a long chunk of yardage or we'll get a touchdown. So to alert me that I was pulling – my offensive line would say spice, spice, the main ingredient. So it, it stuck with me. Why did they have to alert you that you were pulling? Did you not know the plays? No, I mean, we're in high school. So so you didn't know the play? No. no, that's just something that you do when you're in high school. You don't do it when you're in college or you're in a pro. We didn't do that in high school. I went to high school and played. We didn't have to say cold words. <laughs> you, they tell you to play okay. in the huddle, and you go out and you run, and if you were supposed to pull – Poor. If you're supposed to fold block, you fold block. Did you go to high school in Detroit? <laughs> <laughs>
There you go. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> yeah, if you hey, call, so you could call the play. What they they would forget, right? Hey, listen. I just do as I'm told. You know, I had never, I had never played football before. I wanted to play basketball. My mom dropped me off in my high school. By the time I turned around, she was gone. She said, Introduce yourself to that coach over there, and then she left. So, you know, whatever the coach told me to do, that's what I did. Like I was extremely coachable. So, do you know Larry Foot? I do. I do. Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> Why? Unfortunately. No, nah, I'm just messing. Up. Foot's a good guy, but uh, Foot went to Persian. Yeah. We used to beat up on Persian. I went to Martin Luther King, and we used to beat up on Persian. It's mm. called the Persian Doughboys. <laughs> oh, so you're nonviolent. Spank them. Anytime he back on the show, ask him. Ask him about Martin Luther King, how we used to stump a mud hole in them boys. <laughs> okay, I will remember that. Because when you mentioned Detroit high school football, all I can think of is him telling me uh, stories about, about growing up there. Uh, are you getting paid by the Bears right now? Yes. Oh, you are? Okay, so I can't ask you your true opinion about Mitchell Trubisky in that trade. <laughs> are you a company man? <laughs> the Bears are going to do awesome this year. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, come on, yeah, man. Right. Okay. Big, Ten, Big Ten has the best conference of all time. <laughs> Have you started doing your Big Ten prep? And, and I love the Gio and Jones show. <laughs> there right. you go. Oh, you finally world. got one right. right. Have you started your, your Big Ten prep? Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you running in this 10K? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. My phone is breaking up again. Yeah. I'm interested. N- never mind. I, I'm in the same boat as you. I haven't started my prep either for a college football season. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's going to be cool, though, man. I mean, Sunday... Everybody need to come out there, BTN, Big10K.com. Registration is still open. I need somebody to come and motivate me. That that beer and, and, and hot dog after the race is not motivation enough? You know what? I think I might run it now, man, because I, I deserve something like that, man. <laughs> I deserve to give me a sausage. Spice! You know, Okay, what? you're 340, I'm, dude. You're not playing anymore. You do not deserve a sausage. You know what? I'm well put together, though. You see the three, you be like, damn, he's 340? You'd be like, oh, because, you know, the abs is there. I mean, they shy. <laughs> they shy, they, right. They inside, they don't like to come outside. They, you know, it's great. <laughs> well put. They don't like to come out, man. But if you saw me, you'd be like, yo, this dude is yoke, man. The arms. In the trap, like for real, they. I, I don't know, man. GQ and Muscle and Fitness need to holler at me. So next time in Chicago, you gonna take me to Gibson's? Yeah, we go wherever you want to go, man. Because <laughs> you know it, it's gonna all roll off me, man. My metabolism is like none other, man. For real, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> hey Spice, thanks for the time, man. Best of luck with the Big Ten Networks. Big 10K. It's a little cumbersome to say. i got to be honest with you. I want to change the name. The Big 10K uh, on July 23rd. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to you again down the road. Yes, sir. Thanks, my man. It's Anthony Spice Adams, who uh, also does not prep for college football this early in the summer. So the two of you guys. Just July 20th, man. In the the same boat. I told you I went to optometrist. I I, I need glasses, so Mm -hmm. I, I, I ordered my glasses. Progressive prescription, whatever the hell that means. I just want to be able to see the words in the magazine, okay? And so as soon as they get here, I'm going deep, deep undercover. 
knocking it out. You got to wait for the glasses. Yeah, I'm straining to see things now. Oh, okay, I have to wait. I gotta, Obviously, you know, I, I thought because they said it was going to take about two weeks. Hopefully, it won't take that long. But they, you know, they want to give you themselves as much time as ever. A little wiggle room. I was like, man, give me a magnifying glass. <laughs> oh, you would. I actually have that thought. Maybe I'll go get a monocle. That would be great. <laughs> that would be the absolute. That's the look. The monocle. The magnifying glass is funny too. I'm gonna give me a magnifying glass because I need to start now. I'm behind. I, I wanted. I started. I did, I'm done with the SEC, but you know, you got all those ten, twelve other conferences, and I'm usually by this time, I'm at least midway through it. But of, I can't see a damn thing. I'm close. Of all your ailments, which one bugs you the most? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, my ailments: back, shoulder, brain, eyes, <laughs> knees, brain. Okay, it bothers me not being able to recall a lot of things. Yeah, that's probably it's yeah. I didn't even need to ask that question. It was the mm-hmm. obvious answer. Mm-hmm. What's second? Eyes. Eyes are second. It sucks. Yeah. I'm having trouble seeing messages on my phone. Is that why you don't respond to any of them? <laughs> I can't use that excuse because before <laughs> I was having problems, I didn't respond. <laughs> oh, man. I get too many of them. Right. Sure you do. Busy. You got yeah. a lot of things going on, G. I know the ones you respond to. They're usually picture messages. <laughs> We're coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Where exactly is Dallas? <laughs> we know. I said Dallas, man. <laughs> Did you? That was Dallas. Play it again. What you doing at 5 in the morning in Dallas? <laughs> Dallas. What was that, Mike? Dale. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> Sign up to be an Overwatch man. <laughs> Dr. Edwards. <laughs> Dr. Edwards, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> what you doing at 5 in the morning in Dale? <laughs> oh, those are the two versions of Brian. Taping interviews, Dr. Harry Edwards and Bugatti Casino. You adapt to the talent, right? Oh, you are a social chameleon. <laughs> Sign up to be an O-Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O-Rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. It's fast, easy, and free and only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Make sure you check out our podcast page. I guess there was some difficulty yesterday I saw. Someone uh, sending us Facebook messages about our system was not uploading fast enough for their liking. Mm. But I believe it is fixed. So I think it is. Who knows? Is it fixed? It just takes a while. It does take some time. Yeah, Always. To, right? Don't know why. Mm. It just does. <laughs> it just does. <laughs> um, so when it gets up there, it'll be up there, the Bugatti <laughs> Casino interview. Yeah. Be patient. And our <laughs> podcast, if you missed it, a couple people tweeted us they missed the interview ah. this morning so you can go back but it's hey it's 2017 you can listen to it yeah. wherever you are you listen to it several times over mm-hmm. if you'd like at geoandjones.com slash audio it'll you have could, you tripping yeah <laughs> in Dallas <laughs> and damn <laughs> <laughs> iTunes you could subscribe to our podcast do it do it all mm. man come on wow this show in the CONCACAF Gold Cup quarterfinal, yeah, which is something we pay attention to every year, between the United States and El Salvador, there's a man on El Salvador's team named Henry Romero, and he decided that he was going to get a little feisty with Josie Altidore yeah. 
of the U.S. men's national mm-hmm. team. So usually when you get under someone's skin, you might give them a little elbow. Right. You know, trip talk them, a little trash. Talk some trash, maybe trip them a little bit. Well, Henry Romero decided to go in a different direction. Got physical. Yeah. He grabbed Josie Altador's nipple and twisted it. Ugh. And then also bit him. Yeah. So Not the nipple, but bit him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think his shoulder. He yeah, bit, right. bit, bit him on his shoulder. Um, Which we saw in the World Cup. Who's that guy from uh, Argentina? Yeah. Luis Suarez, mm-hmm. who has got a history of being yeah. vampire-like. He gets hungry on the pitch. Yeah. So weird. Just one of those things you can't explain. I've never even contemplated biting someone. I mean, if you were you know, seconds from losing your life, you resort to all tactics, but biting someone? <laughs> Why, on. have you been in that situation? No, I'm just saying. That's the only situation would call for that, I would think. Right. right? Yeah, I would probably. I mean, unless you're freaky. Freaky deaky, huh? <laughs> Unless you freaky. Freaky deaky. Then in that case, biting acceptable. Same thing with the nipple, I guess. I mean, you got to be nuts. Got to be nuts. I mean, what like what is the point? Like how is that going to have an effect on somebody too? Like be like, what are you like what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. If you're out there on the pitch, on the yeah. field, on the court, and someone starts doing that to you, like I, I would just that be, gives you a right to beat their ass right then and there. Right? It, well, it should. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if it works. I mean, uh, uh, what is what's the one that kicks you out of the game? The yellow card or the red card? Red Whichever card. card yeah. That's not enough. Right. You grab someone's nipple. <laughs> what if that happened in the women's matches? Did you what see? What they do? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Did you see the flop after Altador turned around? Though this is this could be the best part of it. Altador turns around after he gets his nipple twisted. Watch this guy flop. Look at Altador turns around. Look at this. Oh, you little guy falls. Phony. Over. I know. Nipple twister. Listen, anything goes in the Concacaf Gold Cup quarterfinal. Apparently, that's a first. Yeah. Grab. Wow. Come on, Draymond. Don't do that next season. You never did anything like that in Who the NFL. Who would do that? No. We I mean, couldn't really get to it with the shoulder pads. It'd be tough right. to get up under Can't there. do that. You, you know, don't go there, grab another man's. You ever ever punch a guy in the junk down in the pile? No. No? Don't do that. Twi- Touch another man's junk? Never, but not even a punch. No. Pop, to get the football? No, 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 no. Game on the line? Not a little pop-up? No. <laughs> okay, game on the line. Yeah, game on the line. It's either punch <laughs> that's, that's different. Punch the guy in the junk or we not. Didn't, we didn't win too many, so yeah, whatever it took, you know. <laughs> it could have been four and twelve. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you blew it. Yeah, I did. Thanks to Spice Adams and Bugatti Casino. Bugatti. Check out that interview, GeoandJones.com slash audio. Mikey B, PDB, Bogish and Jock alone. Great job. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.